You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 95, and today we're talking about leadership. And and in talking about leadership, we're talking about one of the the aspects of leadership that I think is, is one of the most neglected, and we're talking about making things clear. And we're talking about the importance of clarity in leadership. You know, there's so many great definitions of what leadership is and what leaders do. You know, we can talk about imparting vision. Ah, that's important, isn't it? We can talk about exerting influence. That's huge. Um, We can talk about providing direction. Of course, that's what leaders do. We can talk about guiding a group of people toward specific goals. Absolutely. You know, these are all good definitions, and these these, these, these things that we just mentioned all identify what leaders do. But one of the things that we... We don't hear about as much as the fact that leaders provide clarity. You know, we can give direction, we can give vision, we can exert influence, but without clarity, our people are just going to be confused. In a very real sense as leaders, we should be removing the clutter so that our people can do their jobs. Leaders, in a very real sense, clear the path through the jungle. You know, there's nothing better than having a meeting with the senior pastor or the CEO or the owner of the company and leaving with clarity. Everything's clear. They've made it clear what they want and we can go execute it. At the same time, there's nothing worse than leaving a meeting and going, what did we just talk about? What did he say? I didn't understand the, the what he was talking about. So, as leaders, we want to make things clear. We want to know where we're going. We want to know how to get there. We want to know what everyone else's roles are, and we want to know what's required of us. There's no confusion. We want to be in a situation where the leader has made things clear. And we're going to look at five uh, key ways that leaders bring clarity. Number one, it's in the area of communication. You know, the best and most effective leaders are also good communicators. You don't see that often. Every now and then you'll run across one, but it's very rare to see a really, really good leader who's not a good communicator. They just, I'm not sure they really even exist. Um, But you want the leader who um, knows how to communicate very clearly in person, whether it's one-on-one in the break room with an employee or whether it's communicating to the shareholders, whether it's in front of a camera doing a, 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 an ad for the company, whether it's in written communication, whether it's answering a question via email or a written memorandum that's dis- distributed and disseminated through the organization. We want things to be clear because we've all had those situations where 
you know, you, you, you have a chat with upper management and you walk away going, what did he just say? There should be no confusion. Leaders should communicate very clearly. Um, when the email is sent, it should answer the question and it shouldn't leave more questions. I mean, maybe you've had that, that thing where you send, send an email to the boss and say, hey, what should I do about this? And when you get the email back, they haven't answered your question, but now you've got more questions than you had before. So leaders communicate. Communication is the lifeblood of every organization. So learning to communicate clearly is so, so very important. Number two, vision. Uh, Andy Stanley says, vision is one of those things that we should communicate until we get sick of it. And then we've just gotten started communicating it. Because we tend to, as leaders, think, well, you know, I'm tired of talking about this. Our people are going to get sick of it. But the, the reality is people have so much competing for their attention. And so when we share things about vision, uh, it needs to be very, very clear. Um, it needs to be very clear, very simple. And it needs to be the kind of thing that, that people... Um, at every level of the organization can articulate. One great example, um, one of our churches, a church that we're very, very closely connected with, C3 Church in Atlanta, um, their, their vision statement their, their is very, very simple. It's decisions and discipleship. And pretty much in every, every meeting, every service that you go to, you're going to hear that articulated at some point. Hey, at C3 Church, we are about decisions and discipleship. Uh, making a decision for Christ to be to become a Christian, making a decision to join that church, and then becoming a disciple, uh, learning how to follow Christ, learning what it really means to be a Christian. So decisions and discipleship, very simple, uh, very powerful, and also very easy to articulate. So that's a very clear vision statement. What about yours? Is yours easy to understand? Is it easy to remember? Is it easy to articulate? Is it easy for, for everybody in the organization to know it? Something to think about. Communicate your vision very, very clearly because people need to know where they're going. Number three, we've mentioned communication needs to be clear. Our vision needs to be clear. And then our direction needs to be clear. You know, vision and direction are different things because vision is where we're going, but direction is how we get there. And I've worked with groups, I've worked with organizations in which the, the leader has been very clear about the vision, but he hasn't been as clear about the direction. And I've seen situations where the top two or three uh, leaders um, would have different ideas on how to get towards the vision. And listen, it's great to have input from our people. We want to have input. We want their input on how to fulfill the vision that we have. But it's also good for us to kind of help guide that direction. Because what I've seen is when you have three different people with three different ideas on how they're going to get there, well, this is a recipe for disaster. That's like going on on vacation and you've got, you know, four people and, and, and one person knows exactly, you know, where they want to go, and he's asked the other three how to get there, and they all three have different directions, and now they're arguing over, you know, which road to take. Let's, let's sit down, let's work it out, let's get input from everybody, but let's have clear direction. And this is the leader's job. This is the, the senior leader's job to, to make the direction clear, to guide the discussion, and, and pick the best route 
the most effective route, and then make it clear. Well, we've still got two more uh, points to talk about clarity, but before we do, I want to remind you that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Street Cop. You know, I had an almost 30-year career as a police officer uh, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Worked for one of the largest departments in the Southeast. Had an incredible career. And I was very fortunate because almost my entire career I worked as a street cop, even as I made rank and moved up in rank and rose to the rank of lieutenant before retiring. And so what I've done in street cop is is, is I'm sharing... Um, personal stories, things that I actually dealt with and encountered when I was a police officer. These are all true stories. Some will make you laugh. Some will disturb you. But one of the things I wrote this book for was to help us all have more uh, of an appreciation and respect for the men and women in blue who do more good every day in our society than we can ever imagine. So check out Street Cop. You can go to Amazon, read a little bit for free, but definitely click through and order a copy because I know you'll love it. Well, all right, we're back. We're talking about making things clear. We're talking about the importance of clarity in leadership. We mentioned communication and vision and direction. And now what about accountability? Accountability. Does accountability need to be clear? I think it does. What do you want and what are you going to require from those who work for you? Is it clear? You know, there's nothing worse than there being a sliding scale of accountability and a sliding scale of what the boss wants for me to wants me to do. You know, the job description should be clear. Um, who I report to should be clear. What um, they want from this particular assignment or this particular job or what they want me to do today should be very clear. There shouldn't be any confusion about who I report to. There shouldn't be any confusion about what the results are that they're looking for. It should be very clear. And accountability should be clear throughout our entire organization. There should never be any, 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 any mystery about who somebody reports to. There should never be any mystery about what somebody's job um, assignment is and what the responsibilities of that job are. You know, again, there's not a sliding scale. It should be very clear. Everybody should know who they report to. And this should be understood, especially by management. Um, if, if management's going to go the, talk to somebody or ask somebody to do something that doesn't work for them, um, you know, there needs to be respect shown for that other person's supervisor instead of just kind of jumping in and saying, hey, I need you to do this. Um, because, again, when, when somebody else jumps in and says, hey, I need you to do this for me, and, and, and they're not my direct supervisor, now there's a lack of clarity. Should I do this? Should I go talk to my boss first? But this is the my boss's boss. It just creates confusion and clarity. Let's keep the, the lines of accountability in our organization very, very clear. And then the fifth one, the last one that we'll talk about in, in making things clear as a leader, and this, these are our values. What are the things that we as an organization value the most? What are the things that we as an organization feel are the most important? What are the things that our church believes are the most important things? 
These are our values. And of course, there are different ways that we can determine our values, but have you done that? Have you determined what the values are for your organization? And are you communicating those values very, very clearly? Again, values are those things that from the very beginning of somebody's um, time with you, from the time that they say, hey, I want to work here, can I get a job here? You, you, they go through the process, you hire them. It should be uh, the, the beginning of an indoctrination and a training in what the values are of your organization. So, you know, pretty much as soon as they start working there, they should begin to have an idea of what the values are of this organization that they've joined. If it's, if it's a church um, and, and somebody's become a part of that church, same thing in the new members class and in, in the church services and in the small groups and on the teams that they serve with, the values should constantly be reiterated. And there shouldn't be any mystery about it. It should be very, very clear what the values are of that church or that organization. Values are very, very important because values ultimately determine our culture and the culture ultimately determines the health of our organization. The values determine the culture of our organization. If you want to know what the culture is, look at the values. And if you want to see how healthy that organization is, look at their culture Look at their values. And it's interesting when you look at these five things that we've talked about. We talked about being clear and making clear our communication, our vision, our direction, accountability, and values. Number one, communication. And number five are our values. Those two really frame the others. Um, vision, direction, and accountability are extremely important. But I think uh, communication and values really frame these other things. Um, and, and they provide a framework for them to work in. So let's work on these things. As a leader, let's work on making things clear. Now, do you feel that as a leader, you make things clear for your people? Do you think that after you've had a conversation with some of your people that, that, that you've communicated clearly? Now, have you ever worked for somebody that, did make th that didn't make things clear as they needed to be? In other words, you would leave a conversation or you'd read an email and you'd go, well, what did he just say? How can you, as a leader, and even if you're not the senior leader, but if, if you're a leader at any level, how can you help bring clarity in your organization? Well, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com and leave me a message or a comment in the comment section for today's post. Uh, while you're at davidspell.com, uh, feel free to look around. I'd love to have you um, as part of our family, so, so make sure you subscribe. Put your email address in there. That'll let us stay in touch. I'll send you my, uh, my, my post every week. You get three posts a week. They come right into your inbox. And subscribers get my free subscribers-only newsletter. So make sure you subscribe. I'd love to stay in closer contact with you. Well, friends, thanks so much for being with me. Until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.